The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, everybody. It's Kat Sadler, and this is It Sure Is a Beautiful Day. I've spent decades in TV broadcasting and conducted hundreds, if not thousands, of interviews in the span of my career. And on this show, the conversations continue. My goal is that every episode feels entirely brand new, but also like coming home. Let's get into it. Hey, welcome. I'm somewhat... I don't know. Not uneasy, but I guess I have some butterflies in my stomach. This is episode 100. 100. If you are listening to this, thanks. That's a lot of shows. A lot of episodes of It Sure Is a Beautiful Day. Maybe it's your first time here. Hello, I'm Kat. I'm going to paint the scene for you because you know I like to do that on my solo episodes. I am in my studio just out back from my house here in Los Angeles. I am sipping water from one of our merch mugs. Maybe you were one of our listeners who purchased one of these along the way. It sure is a beautiful day. And I got Nipsey in the chair across from me, and it's cold, so I got a little blankie. I'm all snuggled up in. And I thought today we'd do a couple things. If you don't mind, I'm going to reflect. I'm going to reflect on what these 100 episodes have meant to me, some of my standout interviews and conversations, and... I guess revel in just the community and the space that that we have created here. And without you, there is no me. So I'm just feeling the gratitude that I am able to to just do this, to have a podcast, to be able to speak, to be able to inspire and provoke some new ways of thinking and make people feel less alone or maybe just entertained. I mean, we've kind of covered everything. That's the wild thing is that I knew when I created the show, I wanted it to be uplifting because, you know, we were smack dab in the middle of a pandemic. The world has been so unpredictable and unsettling in recent years. And so I remember when I thought of this idea and thought of the show, I just was like, ah, we need to infuse some joy in people's life. We need it. So I mean, this to be like a big audio hug for people. And I think we've accomplished that. I think what I didn't expect is the varied interviews and the the varied kind of guests. The, you know, people say to me sometimes who don't know anything about the show and they're like, well, what's it about? And I'm like, well, you know, because we've had such diverse guests and topics and I kind of love it for that reason because I come to the mic and it's just genuinely what I'm passionate about or what I'm fascinated about or what I'm curious about and what I want to learn more about. And so in turn, I think that gives it a quality that means something because if I'm really intrigued about it and if I want to be here talking about it, then there's going to be some value for you. So, man, we've had Scarlett Johansson on the show, guys. Like, 
I mean, I got to say what you may not understand is for those of you who came to me or followed me from my many, many years, decades in entertainment and in Hollywood, you know, we had a big old booking department, right? Or we have these huge publicity departments and they work with the studios and they work with the managers and they work with the agents and they have these relationships, these longstanding relationships where, you know, these stars would be plopped down in front of me and I would do my job and interview them. Since leaving a big television network, you know, and building my own production company, I've had to do that work. And so what you don't see on social media is, you know, my emails and my calls and my networking to really just try to get these remarkable people onto the program for y'all. So that is that has required a, a lot of learning for me and effort and fortitude. So I'm proud of who we have been able to bring to our our little show here. I mean, Scarlett was great. Scarlett Johansson was amazing. Katherine Schwarzenegger, um, Molly Sims, Molly Shannon. I mean, she's a standout for me because Molly Shannon, man, she infused laughter on this show. And even though she came on the show to talk about her book, which coincidentally was not really about comedy, it was about her childhood and her career and basically her memoir of her whole life. But Molly just has a, a light and a brightness and obviously it funniness about her. And so having her here, just I'm smiling just thinking about it because ugh, her energy is incredible. And I've been able to become friends with Molly over the years. Our our boys are really good friends. They've grown up together and lives a few streets over. So just to, to learn to know her as a woman and a mother and then have her on the show, that was a definite highlight. Katie Couric, you guys remember that episode? I mean, that's another wonderful story of I grew up idolizing, you know, media icon Katie Couric, right? How many of you grew up watching her on the Today Show? That was me too when I was back in Indiana wanting to be a broadcast journalist and aspiring to be on television. And I would watch her from my living room and I would study her in college. And oh my God, like to get her to say yes to come on my show. I mean, you guys might be like, what's a big deal? But it is, it's a big deal. Like, you know, people's time is very valuable. And she made the time for us. And we got to have a wonderful conversation about equality in the workplace, what it's like being a female in a newsroom, the challenges that go with that. But again, I, I love when people share a side of themselves on this show that they've never shared before or don't, don't, share very frequently. She talked about her her love, her husband, and what makes it work for her and why he's the one. I also think it was so interesting to hear from Katie Couric about, you know, how we are continuously evolving and continuously reshaping ourselves regardless of our age. So, for you youngins who are like, "Oh my god, what am I going to do with my life?" The good news is you're going to decide something now. And by the way, that's going to change. And then you're going to pivot. And then what you thought 
was going to be your dream isn't your dream anymore. And so, I mean, Katie is living proof of that. She has now created her own entertainment company. She's doing everything for herself. She has her own business. And we talked with so many women like that, founders on the show, how they started, what compelled them to live their purpose and, and build something for people that means something to them. So, God, Katie Kirk was awesome. That was a pinch me moment because I, I literally stood next to her picture, her photo, her headshot on the side of the building at 30 Rock when I was literally 21 years old. My mom took a picture of me standing next to a picture <laughs> of Katie Couric. And that was when the seed was planted for my own life and career in journalism. And then to be like, oh, Katie's coming over and we're going to we're going to talk and she's going to be on my show. I mean, that was that was pretty, pretty neat. So dream big, y'all dream because dreams come true. OK, OK. And speaking of dreaming, we talked a lot about manifesting on the show, which that was, again, not not a thing that I would have foreseen as being a topic we'd really get into. But through my own evolution and growth and healing, we've talked about manifesting. We've talked a lot about meditation and yoga. I mean, you guys, when this show started a hundred episodes ago, a hundred weeks ago, essentially, I was in such a different place. I was super, super alone. Okay. And by alone, I just mean it was like a self-proclaimed time out from life, from socializing, from dating. I was incredibly single. I was still recovering from heartbreak. And that relationship that always comes up that I talk about that was probably one of the biggest gifts of my life now, looking back in reflection, that was that was one of the most difficult times, but now in reflection, that was where the lesson was, you know, that was where the learning was. So on my first episode, I was like fragile. I was fragile. I was kind of living in this solitary kind of way on purpose. I was like not on the dating apps. Everything was different. And so some of these episodes have really been instrumental in my own growth. And I was wanting that for you. I mean, young Pueblo, young Pueblo on the show, guys, like he is such a revered poet and writer and human and his words got me through. And then for him to be able to come on the show and share his light and share about his, his own healing journey and the importance of radical honesty with ourselves, not lying to ourselves anymore. That being step one of the healing process. I mean, man, that was such an unlock for me. Debbie Brown from the Chopra Institute. You guys go back and listen to these episodes because, you know, she is just, oh, she's like that person that is in front of you and you kind of feel like you're with something, someone divine. You feel this divinity, this shine about her that is really calming and, and nurturing. It makes you feel like everything's going to be okay. 
But at the same time, she's just such a badass. And like, because she loves herself so much, she's done all of her own work that she knows her boundaries. She knows herself. She knows her truth. So it's this beautiful duality that, man, does Debbie inspire me. I hope you guys love that that conversation. So, you know, learning about meditation, learning about these ways that we can get quiet and get still and grow. How many incredible, strong ass females have we had on here? I mean, who comes to mind first is Bozema St. John. She was, she has since left Netflix, but she was the CMO, the chief marketing officer at Netflix. She's been at huge corporations like Pepsi and Uber and Apple. I'm telling you of all of the episodes, that was probably one where like, whoa, mind blown, like floodgates open on stop apologizing, show up as yourself. Like what are we doing tiptoeing around in life playing small? No, 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 no. That is not how we move forward. That's not how we progress in life. God, she's amazing. I like just, I'm in awe of her and, and what she puts into the world. So to be in conversation with her, that was like, whoa, wake up. We're not sorry. Uh-uh. And we are leaning in and we are speaking up and we are, no, excuse me, I'm talking, you know? Oh my God. Another female who similarly is like oozing confidence, Tracy Tudor from Bravo's. Oh man, now I'm going to forget the name of her show. Million Dollar Listing. <laughs> I don't even care about her show because Tracy, the woman, she's a mother. She is a phenomenal professional in the real estate game and she is killing life. And she is just like fucking gives zero fucks and and inserts herself in all of these places professionally with men and holds her own in these rooms where, and on the show also, where it could, could be super intimidating. And nah, Tracy, Tracy's a boss. She is the ultimate boss. So it was great to be in conversation with her talking about how not to let fear get the best of you, how to overcome fear, how to make fear work for you, not against you. I mean, some of these conversations felt like I was in church, honestly. So that felt so, so fulfilling to to bring you guys those conversations. And then even, gosh, personally to think in 100 episodes, how things have changed so much in my own life. You guys have been on this romantic ride with me. Ah, to think back to the early days of this show when I had a complete allergy to dating. Maybe some of you guys could relate at the time or can relate now. I was like, uh-uh, we're not dating. We're not doing guys. We're not, we're not even dipping our toes in. And then, you know, over time, you know, that started to change. And then I got on the dating apps. Then we had Patty Stinger on. I was scared shitless to get back in the game. And she convinced me to do it and told us, you know, about our lists that we have to write down to manifest the partner of our dreams. And I'll be damned if I didn't meet Greg only weeks after that. But to have you guys on this ride with me and then 
And then and then you got to meet my love. You got to meet my love. One of my favorite episodes. And I think one of yours, because I did hear from you guys, was the episode with Greg in Malibu. We took the mics to his bedroom, literally, and sat there under the stars. If you remember, we have this little LED little star wall thing that lights up in the dark room. And we just had one of my favorite conversations because we got to discuss our relationship up until that point, which talked about our dating and the courtship and my fears and all that came along with that. I got to share him with you, which was beautiful. And, you know, this coming from somebody who could have been super jaded and never, ever opened her heart again. But I'm not joking when I say through this community and through the support of people on the show and my friends and and your encouragement to keep sharing this part of my life. It's been so rewarding, so rewarding. You know, this new lease on love, like never, ever give up. And if you can focus on just opening yourself and having the purest of intentions and getting your heart in this really pure state, you know, what you can invite in is, is pretty powerful. And that's kind of, that's how, that's how we began. That was how our relationship took flight because we were both willing to do that. Even with the heartbreak, even with having been burnt both of us even though we had failed and been married multiple times like you can't give up right uh-uh you can't so it was so nice to have Greg on the show and have him here now a couple times and just while I'm talking about Greg I mean I guess I could just give you a, a little update and say that you know here we are in April this is by far hands down the healthiest relationship of my entire adult life. The communication is clear and direct. The respect, the respect, like this is a guy, you know, I have two kids. He has four kids. He lives in Malibu. I live in LA. The way that we respect one another's time um, and responsibilities and work obligations, like, it's just so balanced to have someone in my corner, you know, encouraging me, rooting for me, giving me pep talks, giving me advice. It's just been so nice and so different and so incredibly welcomed to have a confidant. I mean, God, life is not perfect, no matter how much of this growth we do or work we do or, you know, no matter how wonderful our intentions are, life is life, right? And so that doesn't mean it hasn't been without its ups and downs since Greg and I started dating. But man, when I'm hurting, when he's hurting, like it's it's that best friend energy, which is wild because that's exactly what I put on my list when manifesting a partner. It was that best friend energy, which I really, really feel like I have now. And so here we are 16 months later, our kids have spent time very modern Brady Bunch vibes. And then this is big. This is new. As you're going to be listening to this episode, 
I'm going to be in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm meeting the family, (laughs) y'all. His family has not been out to California. And so we are going there with the kids. And I'm going to finally meet Greg's family. So that's pretty major. And just days ago, Kyle, my ex, for those playing along, my baby daddy, and his wife, Sarah, who has also been on this show, we all got to come together and they got to meet Greg for the first time. So that was so nice. It was so nice for Greg to meet. I mean, Kyle mostly. I mean, this is the father of my children. Kyle and I will be close till the day we die. And man, one of the biggest blessings of my whole life is the way we've been able to co-parent together. So Greg has heard about Kyle forever, obviously, when I'm talking about the boys and life and things and college And he finally got to meet Kyle. So that was really nice. They got along great. For those of you wondering, they got along like a house on fire, talking sports and business and things and even some politics. And hey, that was fun. We had we had a wonderful, wonderful time. So so thank you for caring, investing, asking about my love and allowing me to share all of that here with you, because That is the harder thing for me to do is open myself up and just tell you all everything because I'm so used to asking the questions, not maybe revealing all about my life, but those episodes tend to do really well. So I, I appreciate your curiosity and interest and makes me feel so happy. Another episode that you guys really loved in my top five for the year last year was my conversation with my dear friend, JC Dupree. I mean, a lot of you, because again, that's another personal connection. So maybe you guys are more invested. And we talked about, ooh, you know, she came out with her book, Liking Myself Back, and talked about her childhood and the trauma that she endured growing up and a lot, a lot of stuff she had to overcome throughout her upbringing and how she'd made sense of that as an adult and also, you know, made peace with a lot of that and talked about some turbulence in her marriage, if you remember, and talked about wanting to maybe change careers. Again, there seems to be a theme of that, like we're women coming up on midlife or going, hold on, let me take inventory of what I've done this far. And maybe I'm going to make a shift or maybe I want to make a change or for her in her instance, maybe I don't want to be on my phone every single day telling you about what I eat, what I wear, what I do and where I go. Like that is her right, right? She's done that for so long and done it so well, but she wants to change. So she now has her shop and I'm so proud of her for for creating Shop Wyeth, a little shout out, a little plug there, and just seeing her grow. I mean, we're all just still evolving. And I think, I guess that's where this show has landed in many ways is growth, personal growth, professional growth, and lifting one another up as we continue to flow through life. And just how cool that is, the journey of life and being allowed to move and, you know, a few steps forward, maybe a couple steps back. But at the end of the day, we're all just doing our best to, to, to flourish. I think we just all want to flourish and feel good and know peace and have a little pride about what we do. And, And, you know, that's a good day. That's a really good day. Can't reflect on the last 100 episodes without mentioning Kate, Kate Madry. How about all those Kat and Kate 
catch up. Say that real fast three times. Cat and Kate, catch up. This show and those exchanges with Kate really allowed so much of my personal stuff to come to the surface. But also, wow, what, speaking of growth, Kate is like, man, spreading her wings in every way possible. And she was really brave enough, courageous enough, honest enough to sit on this show and talk about her struggles with alcohol and her coming to terms with becoming a non-drinker and all the reasons she chose that for herself. And what's wild is how much her own shift in her own life and her own shares about that really in turn inspired me. I've heard from a lot of you who are like, oh my God, Kat, thank you for sharing your journey with alcohol because I'm inspiring you. But give credit where credit is due. Kate certainly inspired me to see her, to have known her now for many years, probably five, six years now, I think, and to see how much she has changed. And for the better, by the way, I mean, wow, she is just coming into her own and becoming this beautiful version of herself. We had a lot of talks about alcohol and, you know, how that pertains to our health and our minds and our choices and our livelihood and our fullness of life or lack thereof. And she definitely has inspired me. Kate, I love those conversations. I love you. I'm so proud of you for clear headed. You guys go check it out. What she's created a whole community, a sober care community, a non-drinking community and all that goes along with that. So I'm just so proud of you. You are absolutely killing life. She also has her own podcast now. But those conversations here on this show meant a lot to me. And you guys really, really seem to like those sprinkled in. So big shout out to Kate. And speaking of drinking, here we are in April. And I I was reflecting back. I've had two podcasts now. Some of you guys may not realize this, but my first podcast, Naked, which never made it to 100 episodes, by the way. I think I only made it to like 60-some, not only, but I made it to 60-some episodes of Naked. I was drinking for all those episodes. I, I mean, we did them here in my bedroom. So we had wine. We had margaritas. We had rosé. We've had champagne. Like, I was always drinking on my Naked podcast. Of the 100 episodes that I have done of It Sure Is a Beautiful Day, 100 episodes twice have I drank alcohol. And I was really trying to think back. Is that actually true? I really think it's only twice. Tell me if I'm wrong. If anybody's listening or was drinking with me, remind me. But I could only think of two times that I was drinking alcohol. One with my mother. (laughs) Go figure. She had come over. We recorded our conversation after we'd made this big Italian dinner and I'd had one glass of wine, then two glasses of wine. So clearly this was a while back, but I remember doing that conversation with her and then listening to it back and ugh, feeling a little shame about it, to be honest. I didn't, I didn't love the conversation. I was like, why was I drinking so much? And it would have been better had I not been drinking. So that's honest. And then two, when my friend hairstylist to the stars, Chris Dillon, was here in the studio, yeah, we had some tequila. And not to blame Chris, but, you know, he had some nerves beforehand. So I think he was a little nervous. And then I just jumped in on the tequila train with him. And so I was drinking during that conversation. But two out of 100, you guys, like, who am I? Who 
am I? That is not, that is not, that's new. That is, that's a new me. So that's different. That's growth. Talk about change and evolution. My drinking has diminished greatly, greatly. I mean, and just to update you guys on that, because some of you have been asking me about that. I sat here in this very chair at the beginning of the new year. And I was like, I don't know. I, I may just like, I may cut ties with alcohol. And where I stand today is that I'm still not buying it for the house. I don't have it here. I don't have it in my bar. I'm not having it at home. I do imbibe when I want to on an occasional basis, meaning like an occasion or like an event or like when I watched the IU game and they lost to Miami a couple weeks ago, you know, I had some beers and then like Valentine's Day, I had some wine. So just like very infrequently, which is so different for me. And I got to say, I'm still feeling amazing. I, in many, many ways, feel like a different person. So God, if any of you are kind of experimenting with me, I, I, I'm telling you, I, I feel so much, so much better in my body. So that's where I am with that. In the last 100 episodes, another couple friends of mine that stand out as just being so authentic and open for conversation, Jana Kramer, she was on here talking about vulnerability, talking about her toxic relationships. She's so open about it. So open in fact that I feel like every time I interview Jana Kramer, it gets picked up in the press. They love to report on Jana and her boyfriend of the moment and what she says about them and all the nitty gritty. So Jana Kramer is always <laughs> getting my podcast press, which thanks, Jana. Sorry. And Chris Lim, that another standout episode that had more listens than so many others. One of my, again, top five episodes was Chriselle Lim talking about divorce and the heartbreak of that and the pain, the pain, the teacher in pain. That was what that episode really came down to. So, you know, she was in tears during that conversation. I just, that really resonated with so many of you because you can relate because people go through pain and people break up and people have divorces and you never get married thinking you're going to get a divorce. That's not anyone's plan, but it happens. And so I am glad that we were able to talk about that in a really, really honest way. So thank you, Chriselle, because always, always awesome. And then I don't know if this is still the truth, but of all of the 100 episodes, once upon a time, I think it's still the same. My number one Mm, maybe only to what I eat in a day, but Mari Llewellyn on the show, losing 90 pounds and gaining a whole life. That episode of my 100, y'all loved so much. Mari now has her own podcast, which I'm going to be a guest on soon. I think that's dropping here in a month or two. But anyway, congratulations, Mari, on the success of your your new life, your new version of you, you know, being so fit, being so health conscious, being an advocate for wellness. Her businesses bloom 
man, blown up in Target all over the place. So thanks for sharing with us. Thank you for teaching us. Thank you for inspiring us about what is possible. And I think maybe that's my favorite thing about all these conversations. Whoever comes on any given day, it's like (sighs) there's ups, there's downs, there's peaks, there's valleys. We're trying. Just stay in the game, stay in the saddle There's a lot to learn. There's a lot of joy to be felt. There's a lot of connection to be made. And life is not void of shitty times. Life is not void of, oh, just agony. I mean, that brings me to my dogs. Hey guys, wanted to take a quick break from our 100th episode to tell you about a project very near and dear to my heart. I'm so excited to tell you about my brand new video series. It's called Mid Life and Me. I have pulled you guys countless times on social, like, what do you want me to deep dive into? What should I explore? What topics should I be talking about? And you always come back to this season of life, what it is like to be a middle-aged woman, what we're going through, how we're feeling, how we are changing, because so many people are not having these much needed conversations. So I'm doing a deep dive. It's an eight week video series. It's going to be raw. I'm taking you super behind the scenes of my life. You're not going to see this content anywhere else on social. You've got to subscribe to this series. It's eight weeks long. I'm going to send you at least two videos a week. The cool thing is these are texted directly to your messages on your phone. So you just hit play. It's going to be right there in your messages. I'm so gosh, nervous. I'm taking you to my plastic surgeon. I'm exploring all that goes along with the physical changes of our bodies. I'm taking you to doctors. I'm having conversations with my friends and experts, taking you to my bedroom. We're talking about sex and libido and hormones and all of the things I've heard from you. You know, many of you are like me. Why am I having trouble sleeping? Why is my body so bloated? Why do I feel like someone has hijacked my emotions? You are not alone. So come along with me on this journey. It's called Midlife and Me. You need to subscribe. If you subscribe now, sign up now. It's $19.99 for the full eight weeks, all of April and all of May. But you got to sign up early to get the discount of $19.99, a one-time fee. I hope you understand I've brought you this show, 100 episodes, at absolutely no cost to you. So if you can support me in this way, I would really, really appreciate it. I want to bring you this content. Gotta make my living too. So thanks for understanding and thank you for the support. Let's go there. Let's go there. Midlife and me. The link to sign up is in the description of the podcast show notes. It's also on my IG profile. It's also on my website. You can find it anywhere. The link is there. You'll get a text. Boom. You're signed up. Okay. Now, back to the show. I don't think I can go on much longer not telling you how this story ends. So I'm going to tell you here because you guys are such loyal, loyal fans and followers and loyal audience. So I mentioned Nipsey at the beginning of the episode and I've been 
posting Scarlet and Nipsey in recent weeks on my social. I'm going to try to not cry. I'm not going to cry. I've worked through most of my emotions on this, but to follow up on the last episode about my dogs, Moon is with a new family. Moon is in great care. She has been rehomed officially. And I feel very good about my decision. I know in my bones that we did the right thing for my family. And if you are letting out a big, oh no, right now, or oh God, or yeah, I didn't say that wasn't one of the hardest things I've ever, ever had to do because it was. Greg went with me, the boys said their goodbyes, and walking away from that sweet, beautiful girl was really hard. I really genuinely think it was harder on me than it was on anybody else, including Moon. She is in good hands, and she's a great girl, and she's going to do well. But we found our resolution, and things are better here. Things are better at home. And I, I have to be really honest, like Nipsey is a different dog. Even in the couple weeks that it's been since Moon has been gone, Nipsey, Nipsey is healing and not shaking and not in fear in his space. And everybody's kind of relaxed. So the vibe and the frequency here with the kids and myself and just the exhale of that very, very stressful situation, I feel good about it. So we did a lot of work to make sure Moon was going to be in good hands, and she is. And that's all that I'm going to say about that. But definitely one of the most trying experiences of my recent years. I mean, honestly, I, I mean, I know we're just talking about dogs here, but you know, I love my dogs. I love my dogs. And so to bring in a dog on my birthday, sweet moon and love her and care for her as a puppy and be with her every day and acclimate her and then to kind of eject her out of our lives. It's been, it's been sad. And I have a moment every day where I'm just like sending her love and I'm just sending her prayers and and I'm like, how long will I go on kind of with this ache? You know, it's like when you lose someone or something, it's like, feels like a breakup or even a death. And ah, so I've been dealing with that a little bit, not a little bit. I've been dealing with that quite a bit, but thank you for caring. And thank you for, again, I mean, community is everything. And so without having you guys here to kind of send those nice messages and everything that you have been, I, it would have been even, even more difficult. So I am grateful. Before I try to drive it home and bring it home here on the 100th episode, I have to say thank you to Marshall, Marshall Scott, Marshall, you guys are obsessed with him. <laughs> I'm obsessed with him too. And I know he's listening to this because he puts the final finesse on the technical edits. But Marshall is one of the most lovely humans I've ever come in contact with. Yes, mom, you should be very proud of him because she listens to this show. He is 
one of my favorite 20 year olds. I'll say that he is polite. He is thoughtful. He is considerate. He writes the best emails. He is talented. He is clear in his communication. He is going to run the world one day. That's honestly how I feel about Marshall. And so it has been such a pleasure these 100 episodes having your magic touch on these episodes. And yeah, that's just been a definite highlight of this experience so far of this show, like I said. So there is more to come. And because of that, I want to read you a quote because I came across this today when I was thinking about young Pueblo being on the show. And you might remember every now and again, I would read you guys a catformation. Catformations are kind of my own little quotes or my own quotes I love to share with you and inspire you or make you think a certain way. So I found a little piece here from young Pueblo's book, Inward. That was his first book. He's had three now, but Inward being his OG book. And it's kind of one of my favorites because it's really lightning. You just pick it up and look through it and find short little things that are inspiring. But this one stood out to me. I thought I would read it here before we wrap up. It says, as her love grew, her ability to feel the unseen and listen to the wisdom of the eternal strengthened. The walk on the path to freedom had I don't know. I'm crying. Oh my God. The walk on the path to freedom had changed her. Though she still experienced times of difficult release, the feeling of unity remained ever present in her body. Now that she lived her life in the grassy field between mortality and the infinite, she could feel that the space in her heart was the same as the heart of the earth and the heart of the universe. Awareness. That's from Young Pueblo. Her heart, the space in her heart was the same as the heart of the earth and the heart of the universe. We're all in this together. We're all connected. We are all one. And that's what I love about this whole thing we're doing here and you and us and I'm crying like a baby and that's my hormones, which is a great cue to remind you to subscribe to my show Midlife and Me, which is all about aging and all that comes along with it. So that's your last reminder. Please subscribe if you can. Oh, that'd be so awesome to have you on that journey with me. You're going to get a text, by the way, when you hit any of those links to subscribe, you're going to get a text. That's It's going to take you to what looks like a text in your phone. So don't be alarmed. Greg was like, I got a text when I subscribed. I'm like, I know you're supposed to. So you're going to get a text and then it's going to say go in the space where you could write. Just hit send. As soon as you hit send on go, it's going to take you to the link. You can subscribe there. Okay. Big show for you guys coming up next week. Frida Pinto. Frida Pinto. Critically acclaimed actress and entrepreneur and beauty and female advocate. She is my 101th episode guest. So I hope you come on back next week for that. And hey, it's been a hundred episodes. Maybe you'll just leave us a review. If you haven't, you've meant to, it takes literally less than a minute. Go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review of this show and... 
that would mean a whole, whole lot since we've been able to bring you this show for free this whole time. Maybe that's just a little way you can give back to me and Marshall. <laughs> I love you guys so much. And I love this space and I am grateful and I hope it's been fun and I feel like I'm kind of rambling. So on that note, I'm going to sign out over and out. It sure is and has been a beautiful, beautiful day with you guys. Love you so, so, so much. Share this episode if you think of it. Leave a review. Subscribe to Midlife and Me and see you back here next Tuesday. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. And a reminder, you can catch a brand new episode of It Sure Is a Beautiful Day every Tuesday. Please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And of course, I'd love to hear from you. So leave me a rating and leave me a review. Also, follow us on social media for all the behind the scenes action and more info. That's at I am Kat Sadler on Instagram and at ABD with Cat. Talk to you next Tuesday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.